I want to conclude my thoughts for now on um, the issues surrounding 2020. Uh, part of my goal and my desire has just been mostly to um, share my thoughts. A lot of these things are not necessary for every Christian to believe. I one time uh, wrote a challenging answer to a challenging Bible question to one of the saints in the church. And they responded back, uh, and it was really helpful for me, and so I'll say what they, what they said, um, that it was just good to hear my metacognition. What a great word, right? <laughs> and metacognition basically is the idea. Meta is like above, cognition is thinking, right? And so it's not that the answer is always the only important thing, but it's also the, the cognition. How do we think about it? And I hope that you have been helped by just <clears throat> expressing how myself and Pastor Steve have been thinking about the issues surrounding coronavirus and the church and the other cultural issues as well. So my opinion, my conclusion, my summary is we're in a time of apocalypse in, in 2020. And that may not mean what you think it means, so I'm, I'd love you to check out some of the videos or uh, the podcast that I'm going to link to this video or audio. Um, the term apocalypse is a Greek word, apocalypto, and it doesn't mean the end of everything. It means the uncovering. So it's the idea of a blossoming or an uncovering, a veil being removed, the rocks being turned over. And to me, if 2020 is anything, it's the rocks being turned over, it's the veil being lifted, you are, we are seeing some of the craziest stuff now, and I put it in God's hands. This is sort of a prophetic moment where um, just today or yesterday it was in the news that Jerry Falwell Jr., son of the famous Jerry Falwell, who was the moral majority guy in, in, uh, in you know, the 80s and 90s, uh, was found to have this scandal in Liberty University. And he's been looking to me like real weird for a long time. The things that he's saying are really unchristian, and here's this Christian university, and I'm like, how is this guy, this big figure in the Christian university, and he's praising Trump just like to an insane level, and turns out it looks like there's a sex scandal uh, involving him, the rock being turned over. We have uh, <clears throat> Jeffrey Epstein and, and now uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, I think I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, uh, uncovering this insane pedophilia ring, which it appears reaches to the highest levels of entertainment and politics. And again, uh, not to become uh, enamored with conspiracies, but it is pretty strange that there's all these celebrities and all these politicians who are on the list for traveling to that island, and none of them are saying, wow, I went to that island and, and nothing like that happened. I'm so surprised that bad things were happening. Instead, everybody's just zip, zip lips. So maybe that uncovering is still yet to happen. Uh, so we're discovering that this may have been going on at the highest levels. We're discovering uh, in the death of George Floyd and in other situations that the police in the United States might need some major reform. Uh, maybe you don't believe that, but the idea of training, further training, further education, uh, ways of um, talking, ways of uh, handling uh, situations to where it doesn't need to end in violence. And at the same time, we're finding out that there is a latent, unbelievably violent energy in those who are going out to protests and, and the protests are turning into riots over situations which are really not so clear cut. 
And I'm sorry if you don't believe that, but these situations with law enforcement, uh, even with George Floyd, even with some of the other people, it's it's not so clear cut as the media is making it sound. It's not such a um, racist murder as it, the media is making it sound. It's a lot more nuanced than that if you are to take a look, uh, set your emotions to the side and say, okay, what took place? And yet we are seeing much more killing, much more violence, looting, destruction of family businesses, destruction of whole neighborhoods. Um, unbelievable to think that this would happen in 2020 if you were sitting there in January of the year. So there's basically fools just running wild, going crazy. And in my opinion, we're seeing, uh, due to all this confusion, false teachers and bad teachers, they're just having their moment of fame. They're having their 15 minutes in 2020. Uh, these names and these teachers, and this includes uh, bad Christian teachers and false Christian teachers, their names will not go down in history. Their names will be lost, especially in eternal history. But the word of the Lord remains forever. So I look at this time as a time of apocalypse, uncovering. Now, instead of as Christians looking out there and saying, wow, what's happening out there? How are all these things being uncovered? What you want to do is, like it says in the book of James, uh, hold that mirror up to yourself and say, uh, Lord, what if what's inside me is uncovered? Do I have hidden sins? Do I have hidden um, bitterness, anger? Do I want to do violence? And I've been holding back for a long time, but if I was given the chance, I would be violent. Um, take that mirror and hold it up to yourself, and that mirror is scripture, and find out, Lord, what would happen if you uncovered everything in me right now? And what can I do so that what's in me is Christ? I would love for myself that if the rock is turned over, if the veil is removed, and if people could really see what's inside of me, they would see Christ. They would see a person who's still struggling with sin, uh, who is not perfect in any sense of the word, but that if it was uncovered, that you would see Christ in his spirit. And I pray that would be true for you as well. So my exhortation to you, my encouragement is that the world as we see it now and the kingdom of heaven are upside down from one another. The kingdom of heaven is viewing things that we see on the news now is upside down in the kingdom of heaven's view. Here's what I mean. Many things that look like a big deal are actually really a small deal. And, and the vice versa is true. Many things that seem kind of small are really the biggest things in heaven's eyes. A lot of the stuff that seems urgent, it's got to happen right now, it's not urgent in, in heaven's view. Nothing's changed in the heavens. A lot of things that look really obvious and clear, like we know what happened now, we see what's going on now, we see that racism, we see that conspiracy, we see that uh, corruption. A lot of that isn't as clear as you think it is. But what we have is very intelligent, um, basically insane people who are talking heads on the news, who are taking facts and facts and facts and weaving it together into a story which makes sense to you. And you can choose your own narrative. It's like that little book, you know, when you're a kid. I don't know if you ever read those books where you go, oh, turn to page such and such. And you choose your own adventure. And in social media, you can choose your own adventure about the world around us because there's plenty of people who are not quite right in the head who can weave a narrative together to suit your fancy, 
using the same facts that are available to everybody. This is part of the curse of our age. A lot that looks clear is unclear. And a lot of things that people think is unclear is actually very clear in the kingdom of God. A lot of things that seem convincing is, are, are actually false. Many things that seem unprecedented have actually happened before many, many times. We're living in an unprecedented age in terms of our connection, but in terms of people, in terms of sin, in terms of selfishness, in terms of all those things, we've been here before. And if you're a Christian and you're concerned about the persecution that's happening to the church, uh, we have not entered into persecution yet. Um, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, so things that seem unprecedented are actually uh, patterns that have been repeated hundreds of times. Many things that look really powerful, really prominent in the world now, are really weak, and they're really made up of nothing. And on the other hand, many things that look weak are strong. Many voices that are lifted up on the pedestal now won't be there for long. They'll be lifted down. They're fools. And uh, I'd like to offer my own prophetic understanding of our times. Before anyone gets nervous, I don't mean prophetic in terms of prognosticating the future about what's going to happen in 2020. We have enough of that. But a, a prophetic look at our present situation. Um, prophecy is a, this is not going to be a video about prophecy, but prophecy is an interesting thing. In the Bible, we learn that all prophecy points to Christ. And so before Christ, all prophecy was pointing to say, this, this person's going to come. This person's going to come. Salvation is going to come. Something greater than the sacrifices is going to come. Something better than Adam is going to come. And sure enough, Christ came. Christ fulfilled all those prophecies. And so they were pointing forward to Christ. And now, looking back, we know who that person is. We know what our salvation is. And so real prophecy points back to Christ, points back to Christ. I'm not saying that some prophets didn't, uh, didn't predict the future, because sure enough, they did, and God is not limited. He could do that today, but that's not my point. So a prophetic look at what's happening now. We, America, we, myself, Matt, we, grassroots, we, Hawaii, we, the county of Hawaii, we, the district of Pune, we deserve any and every judgment that God gives us as a nation or as a church or as individuals. Anything that comes to us, this is not something strange happening. This may be um, our enemies, so to speak, having a time uh, to, to harm us, whether even as Christians or just in general, you know, just in, as, as business owners or as a community. But we deserve it all. So please get off any high horse that thinks that, oh, this is so hard. What did I do to deserve this? We deserve any and all judgment as a nation. America is an amazing country. This could be a whole other uh, other uh, discussion, but I believe it's it's uh, completely unique in world history. I think it's awesome. I'm so glad that I'm an American. But what we have done, especially in murdering our unborn in abortion, deserves anything and everything that God chooses to give to us. And yet we should pray for mercy. God is trying to show ourselves in the mirror. You know, now it's almost September. Our two candidates are Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to say that neither of those candidates is really 
ideal. None of those candidates is somebody that I look at my children and say, boy, I sure hope that they will become like this person when they grow up. They're a real role model. I hope that my girls will be like, uh, you know, I guess there's no woman on the ballot, like Kamala Harris, I guess, you know. And I hope that my son will be like Donald Trump one day. Or I hope that he'll be like Joe Biden one day. There is nobody running on the ballot that I hope my children will be like. I hope they will not be like them. I hope they will be completely the opposite in many regards. People who are vain and proud, refuse to acknowledge their, defe their defects and sins, refuse to acknowledge that they're sinners in the first place, which John says, then you have no communion with Christ. And on the other hand, those who say that wickedness is good. But what God is saying is, hey, look, Donald Trump. Hey, look, Joe Biden he can barely complete a sentence. Look at Donald Trump. He refuses to admit that he makes mistakes. He refuses to admit that um, the, the, the sinful actions in his past and his coarse attitude now is a problem. God's saying, yeah, that's like you. I, I put these people at the highest place because I want you to know that that's what you are like. That's kind of a prophetic rebuke. You are like Donald Trump, just like you. And if you're a liberal uh, politically, I want you to say to yourself, I deserve Donald Trump. I deserve because I'm like him and he is an accurate representative of the culture of America. And it's true. We export Hollywood, we export uh, TV, we export pornography, we export many of the negative things that affects the entire world because of our exports. And I think you should look at Joe Biden and say, same thing. Uh, of course, Donald Trump is the president now, but um, these are prophetic pictures of us. And we're so ashamed, but we need to learn. We need to turn the mirror on ourselves and say, I need to be ashamed for my, myself and for my own sins. James 1, 23 to 25 says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So he's saying, as I mentioned earlier, that when you look into the perfect law of God, that is the scriptures, it reveals to you what's going on with you. And if you look into those law of God, if you look into the scriptures and you say, huh, wow, that's like me, huh? Alrighty then, going over to my surfing session. I'm going to go watch some sports. I'm going to go have some beers. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to go to work. And I just forget what God said about me and what the mirror showed me about myself. He says, the hearer who forgets, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the hearer who remembers will be blessed in his doing. So pray, repent of your personal sins, repent of the sins um, of uh, those in your charge, such as your children, repent of the sins of our nation. You may not have done it personally. I didn't do many of those things personally. But this is my nation that God's placed me in. Repent for the sins of our nation and seek to serve and speak about God, speak about Christ, 
seek to change minds. Awesome revival can take place in situations like this. And there are many things like that happening all over the country if you look for it. There are uh, um, musical revivals taking place in Portland and in Seattle, which is the scenes of a lot of the violence that had to do with the autonomous zones and, and rioting. Please repent of your harsh judgments of brothers and sisters. This has been one of my top two uh, concerns as soon as all this began is that Christians would be divided by the stress. Philippians 3, 14 to 15, I'll close with this, says, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. And I love how he says it because it's a, to me it's one of the funniest verses in the Bible. Because I'm closing off some a, a few videos that I've made. You don't have to agree with me about everything. Um, this is that metacognition. But I hope it helps you to hear the way that I'm thinking and the way that we're thinking at Grassroots about these issues. And what Paul says, and I think he says this with intentional humor, he says, you know what, I'm pressing on towards the goal. Let all of us who are mature think that way. And here's the funny part. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. So in other words, and if you think differently from me now, don't worry, as you mature, you'll agree with me. <laughs> and I say that joking just like Paul did. God bless you.